At this time when selfies are such a normal part of life, what does it mean when you focus your attention on what's going on on the inside rather than on the outside? I take selfies like everyone else, but I also look deep inside myself to understand who I am. Let's talk about what it means to take an internal selfie and how it can deepen your nursing practice and expand your vision of who you are as a nurse and as a human being right here on episode 163 of the Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to the Nurse Keith Show. I'm so grateful you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me forever. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. And remember that this podcast is about you and your nursing career. And I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. And have you heard about my new podcast, Mastering Nursing? It's a new interview style podcast focusing on the nursing profession. It comes out every Wednesday, and you can check us out at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast. We have some amazing episodes coming up throughout the summer every Wednesday morning, so definitely head over to Mastering Nursing and subscribe. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 163. Let's dive into today's topic because I'm so excited to share with you. Come on into the studio with me. Well, back on Monday, June 4th, 2018, I published a blog post entitled Nurses, the Best Selfie is Internal. And I am talking in that blog post about this notion that we're at a time in history when the selfie taking a self-portrait and putting it out to the world is kind of a normal part of our culture now. People take selfies all the time. We've got selfie sticks. We've got Instagram. We've got Facebook. Selfies are everywhere. And that is perfectly fine. I mean, Van Gogh, Rembrandt, Matisse, Picasso, Frida Kahlo, they all painted and drew self-portraits. And that's because we like to share ourselves with the world. So, you know, you and I both post photos of ourselves out running, getting some exercise, or at the gym, or we're laying in the hammock, or we have a book and a glass of wine, and we're sitting outside, and we give people a glimpse of ourselves at home. And we also post pictures of ourselves at work. And that is also perfectly cool. I do it as well. But what I am saying here is that we also need to take an internal selfie. We need to take pictures of what's going on inside us. Whether we share those inner selfies with others is really up to us. Lots of people out there post photographs of themselves and don't really share much about what's going on on the inside. However, there are also lots of folks out there who post selfies, but they dig really deep into what's going on behind the face, behind the smile, behind the tears and the frown. And what I'm encouraging you to do for your own personal development and also for your development as a nurse is to think about the ways in which what is going on on your outside reflects what's going on in the inside. So say you're sad and grieving because someone you love died. 
And say you took a picture of yourself in the midst of that grieving process or crying, if you want to take a picture of yourself in that kind of state, or someone takes a picture of you, that reflects to a large extent what's going on inside. However, we also post stuff that doesn't reflect what is actually happening inside us. And my contention here, my hypothesis is that if you are able to get in touch with yourself, get in touch with what's happening in your emotional life, in your spiritual life, deep down inside of you, this is going to inform how you work as a nurse. And it's also going to inform how you move through the world as a human being. So our social media feeds, if you're on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever, that's a curated version of who we are. Some people are more raw and open on social media. And after the break, I will talk about the cautions of doing that. So stay tuned for that after the break halfway through the show. But a lot of people out there, like I said, are also sharing about their inner process. I try to do that myself in my blogs, here on the podcast, in some of my social media posts. And, you know, your inner selfies that you take don't actually even have to be in the form of photographs and pictures. So, for instance, you could take some pictures of yourself that you don't share with anyone, but you take pictures of yourself not with the idea of, oh, wow, this photo will look great on Facebook, or this photo will just kill it on Instagram. Take pictures of yourself in any state of mind you happen to be in, and make those selfies just pictures of your internal life for you, for you to look at yourself, really look at your face and yourself and say, what does the face of this nurse say? Like say you take a picture of yourself in the break room at work, you have like one minute to scarf down some peanut butter and crackers and some milk, maybe a minute. Take a picture of yourself in that moment and think, what is going on here? Like, am I really taking care of myself? Am I going crazy during this shift? Am I overworked? Am I burning out? Use photos of yourself to look more deeply inside. Also, I recommend considering your inner selfies being written, using a journal to write privately or publicly if you choose to about what your life as a nurse is really like. What is going on for you? You might want to have a journal where you write about your patients, about your interactions with patients. What is it like? What is it like holding the hand of a dying person? What is it like being there when one of your patients is told that she has a massive tumor in her abdomen and she's going to have to have surgery and chemo and radiation? What is that like for you to be someone there when that person is getting the news? Or if you're giving the news yourself, what does it do to you? What does it bring up for you as a nurse to be there with people at their most vulnerable moments? What does it mean to be with people when they are getting the worst news possible? And on the other hand, what's it like for you to sit with a patient when he's being told that his cancer's cured, that he's totally in remission and he can go back to his normal life? What is the celebration that happens inside of you when you share that with someone? I've done a lot of writing over the years when I was a clinician 
a working clinician, I would write about patients. I would completely change all of their identifying information. So you could never know who that person actually was, but I would write about my experience of being with a patient who was dying after a liver transplant. I would write about my experience supporting patients who were poverty stricken and living with AIDS in the inner city in Western Massachusetts. I've written about those stories too. And I've also written about what it's done for me or to me. I've done writing about being a burnt out nurse. What was it like to be burned out? What was it like to experience compassion fatigue? I've been there. I've experienced compassion fatigue and burnout. And I used journaling back in those days with the advice and cajoling of my wife, who's always right, of course, that writing down my experiences would be very helpful for my development as a person and also helpful for my development as a nurse, as a clinician. Because if you are faced with the life, death, suffering, celebration, et cetera, of all of these patients with whom you interact, something is going on inside of you. And somehow documenting that for yourself, or at least tapping deeper into that for yourself, is really important. So whether you are a nurse who decides to start a blog and share your inner story, your internal struggles, that inner selfie with others, that's great. You can share your life in all its gory details with anyone out there on the internet. If you choose to, you might write a book, you might start a podcast, and you know, just like Rembrandt, Van Gogh, Picasso, Frida Kahlo, Andy Warhol, Kato Kollwitz, all those male and female artists throughout the millennia have used self-portraits, not just to show what's going on on the outside, but if you look at the self-portraits of Vincent Van Gogh, he is sharing a lot about his internal struggle. I mean, he painted self-portraits after he cut off part of his ear. So he was sharing his distress, his innermost distress. And if you notice, there are writings out there by artists where they talk deeply about what's happening for them inside while they do work that they share with people, that external representation of their inner life. So think about that. What does that inner exploration of your life mean? What can it do for you as a nurse? And what can it do for you as a human being. I've used these processes throughout my life and they have really been life-changing. So you and I can talk about that if you'd like. And I just recommend that you look at the ways in which other nurses and healthcare professionals share really deeply and figure out if that's the way you want to do it as well, or if you just want to do it for your own private inner exploration. Speaking of exploring your insides, Carl Jung is one of those masters of psychology and human behavior and the human psyche who, and I followed him throughout my life. I discovered him in high school. He encouraged his patients, his readers, the entire world to really dive deep into themselves, to figure out what makes them tick. You can do that in counseling and psychotherapy, but you can also do it yourself. He contended that your motivations, your desires, your griefs, your joys, they're all bound up with what you do in the world or what you don't do in the world because of your fears and what holds you back. And on this website called The Mind Unleashed, and this is in the original blog post, I'll try to put the link in the show notes if you remind me, The Mind Unleashed reflects on Carl Jung's influence and says this, 
Lying behind much of the way we talk about the inner life today is the work of the Swiss psychologist C.G. Young. He revolutionized how we discuss dreams and archetypes, and he gave us the words introvert, extrovert, and synchronicity. However, what made him a true psychological pioneer was that he looked inside of himself in a way that's still unique today. Now, I want to read you a little bit more here. Bear with me. Tending to the unconscious, to dreams, and to the inner voice are the acts that define Jungian psychology, but it's not just the act that's definitive, it's the attitude. Jungian psychology recognizes that we're more than just our ego, and that there's more to the psyche than just the conscious mind. With this in mind, engagement with the inner voice is pursued not as a form of inner housekeeping, but rather in the humble service of the development of a relationship with an intelligent presence within us, but greater than our own. Committing to that service means relating more deeply to our own inner nature. Its only end goal is the whole-bodied, wholehearted, full-blossoming of who we really are. I will put that quote in the show notes with a link to that original website, The Mind Unleashed. And the only thing I disagree with in that quote is that that inner exploration that we do, it is a great form of inner housekeeping. For instance, I'm going to share something really personal here. My parents got divorced when I was about 11 or so, 11 or 12. It was a really tumultuous time. That period of my life from, let's say, 10 years old to maybe even 13, 14, 15, was really influenced by that divorce, by what happened at that early formative stage just before I was even a teenager. So I've had to do a lot of my own inner work to come to terms with what happened in my early life so that I can bring my best self forward and not allow the wounds of that period of my life to follow me, even here into my 50s, now that I'm over 50 years old. So of course, I do that in psychotherapy and counseling and journaling, et cetera, et cetera. You can do it any way you want. So whether you use ayahuasca or psilocybin to get deep inside yourself. I'm not saying that you should, but a lot of people out there use various substances to explore their inner life. You might use religion, spirituality, yoga, tai chi. How do you open the door to your inner world? Have you journaled? Do you take self-portraits? Do you paint and draw? How do you get in touch with your inner self? And when you do get in touch with your inner self, What happens on the outside? What happens when you are so confident and you have really dug deep into who you are and you have a greater understanding of your motivations and desires and what you want out of life? How does that impact how you are in the world as a nurse? How does it impact how you approach your patients who are from different walks of life and different stages of life? So diving into your own psyche, your innermost experience is super important. And after the break, we're going to talk about some cautions about this. We're going to talk about setting an example for others through how we walk in the world. So it's all about you. And after the break, we'll come back and talk about those things. So we're going to take a pause here and I will be right back with the second half of our episode number 163.
Well, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause about how you can support The Nurse Keith Show. That's right. You can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value this show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums from me. So just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter over at NurseKeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message to you right to your inbox. And remember to leave a rating and review of the Nurse Keith Show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes because it really helps other people find the show. So those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's get back to the Nurse Keith Show and the subject at hand. And we're back. So I promised to talk about some cautions here, and I am going to dive right back into that for the second half of the episode. So like I said in the blog post, in the course of exploring our inner lives, we can feel compelled to share our experiences with the rest of the world. And that's totally cool. Lots of people out there on the interwebs are very, very transparent about what's going on for them. Now, As a nurse, as a clinician, something to think about is if you're compelled to share more deeply about yourself, not just like a selfie out having a beer with your friends, but a selfie and maybe a description of how your weekend was or something you're struggling with, think about anything you post online, even let's say if it's a snap or it's a story on Instagram, that cannot really be deleted. So you might delete it from your feed, but it might already have been downloaded to somebody's server somewhere in China or wherever. So just be cautious about what you put online. It can never really be deleted. So if you're comfortable not being anonymous online and being your true self, let's say on Instagram, if you want to share the more raw parts of your inner experience in your life, Are you okay with your patients and colleagues seeing that? You might be totally cool with it, but you need to consider if you are comfortable with that sort of public face to your inner experience. Now, I am relatively transparent online, though there are certain things about my life I don't share, and you need to also consider that as well. And when you decide to jump into, let's say, social media or blogging or even podcasting, you're contributing to the global online conversation. So how comfortable are you sharing that information with others? So look at or consider videos you're making or want to make blog post you might write, a book you might write, what you want to share on Instagram or Snapchat. If you have trepidations about it, consider what you want to be your online persona, how much you're willing to share, and then give it a try and see what you want to do out there in the world. And if you're like some people, all of your inner explorations, your photos, your writings, everything won't be shared with anyone. Or maybe it'll be shared with a very select group of friends. Or maybe your Facebook friends are very limited to people you just know and trust and you don't really accept friendships from colleagues and people like 
far on the outside of your your social orbit or even strangers. So that might be your safe place, your happy place for sharing your inner experience. So let's now talk about setting an example. We know that the public really trusts nurses. We know that from the annual Gallup poll, we are gosh, what is it, 18 years in a row now or 17 years that we've been named the most trustworthy, honest professionals in the United States. So think about that. If you want to be a public figure, if you want to be a blogger or a social media influencer as a nurse, think about the power of that digital platform. You can reach readers with anything that you want to share with them. If you share your, let's say, struggles with giving birth to your first child or troubles you've had with breastfeeding or your struggles staying fit or exercising or losing weight or whatever, you can set an incredibly positive example for the people who encounter you, whether it's the general public or it's other clinicians and colleagues. So if you're a trusted voice, you can share in a really big way and you can influence the way that people think. I want to bring your attention to one person who I know online. I met her through Instagram. Her name is Jamie Katuna, and she has a Instagram handle called Speak Out Medicine. She is a spoken word artist, and she's also a medical student. So she uses the platform of social media to share about her actual internal and external struggles in medical school and what it's like. She shares her criticisms of medical school. She shares what inspires her and really gets her going and lights her fire. And Jamie is one of these new 21st century clinicians who is using her own internal process, her internal thoughts and feelings and experience to influence and inspire other people. And she is influencing, inspiring me almost every day. I follow her on Instagram all the time at Speak Out Medicine. And I reply to her posts on Instagram because she shares really deeply. And she is totally cool being a public figure. She is okay being a doctor, a medical student who's out there telling it like it is. Another person online is Teresa Brown. She's one of the most famous nurse authors in the world. You may have read her book, Critical Care, A New Nurse Faces Death, Life, and Everything in Between. You may have seen her blogs and stories on the New York Times wellness blog. Teresa has also shared in a big way on television, on the news, in her books, on social media, in her blog about her experience as a nurse. So Teresa Brown and Jamie Katuna are just two of the people out there who are true examples of how their inner experience and how they share it with the world has a huge impact. Now, when it comes down to you, you may not want to do what Jamie Katuna or Teresa Brown are doing. You might want to be really private, or you might really want to go for it. So your exploration of your motivations your desires, your passions, your loathings, your fears. That's your personal journey. You can have an audience of one. You can have an audience of millions. You can have a private group of people who you share with. So think about the course of your nursing career. Also think about your life before you were a nurse. And think about your personal life outside of the workplace. There are lots of lessons there, things that are worthy of a closer look. And Like me, if you're facing some of the demons of your childhood, if you're having epiphanies about 
what it means for you to be a nurse or to learn some unexpectedly profound lesson in the course of patient care. It might be something you're just burning to share with other people. So what you do with these lessons, what you do with your inner reflections and your epiphanies is up to you. Whether it's a memoir and it's on the New York Times bestseller list, or it's just a folder in your file cabinet with the things you've written to share with yourself, think deeply, think hard about your life. Think hard about who you are. Open up to your inner landscape and how you want to process what's going on inside of you because we all have an inner life. We don't have to share it outside. We can if we want to, but it is important to recognize our inner life, to take that internal selfie, to reveal yourself, at least to yourself, be in touch with your own inner experience. It'll make you a better nurse and a better, more satisfied, healthier, happier human being. So in his book, Leaves of Grass, the famous author and poet Walt Whitman famously wrote, I am large, I contain multitudes. And what I want to say to you, you have multitudes within you as well. And what aspect of those multitudes you want to tap is entirely up to you. Whether that growth is going to be shared with the public or your plethora of incredible stories and inner experiences is going to be shared just internally with yourself. Well, I am so happy that you joined me here. You could tell I am passionate about this subject. I want you to walk away with some passion as well. I want you to feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. And I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and career development. So please make note that I'm now on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. You can join me for a live conversation or check out the archives after. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the amazing Tim Hollowell and his pals over at thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark And Remember, check out Mastering Nursing. Head over to nursekeith.com. Stay positive care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and keep tuning again as we explore how to take your life and your career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, and keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. 